0: Welcome to Womb Space. I'm your host, Lindsay Sarah. I'm a womb healing guide and a fertility awareness method educator. I guide wild souls like you to connect to your womb, feel free in your body, and develop unshakable trust in your intuition. Here we explore what's held in your womb space, the magic of the menstrual cycle, avoiding pregnancy naturally, conscious conception, and your innate connection to the moon, the earth, and to your ancestors. Womb space weaves science and spirituality so that you feel clear and confident caring for your womb. So, let's dive in. Today, I want to talk about how trauma shows up throughout our menstrual cycle and how we can use the phases of our cycle to help us heal and process our trauma in different ways. If you hear like crunch crunch in the background... <laughs> that is my, my cat eating her dry food, I feel like this microphone picks up everything. So I don't know if you're hearing that or not, but if you do, that is what it is. So throughout this episode, I'm going to be drawing upon my own trauma history patterns that I've seen in my work with my clients, as well as my master's in social work and my various trauma certifications. But before we dive in, I invite you to put your self-care first, always, but like especially in this episode. So if there's anything that I share that feels triggering or activating, you are always welcome to stop listening to the episode. You can take a break from it and come back later, whatever is going to feel the most useful for you. It can also help to bring someone to mind who you can talk to if you want to reflect or process anything that comes up for you during this episode and you might want to get a pen and paper as well or like take out the note section on your phone just to jot down anything that you might want to explore further on your own later. So, with that being said, I want to give you a little background on my own story. So, I likely have endometriosis, and I began my healing journey because of debilitating period pain that made it almost impossible for me to move. Like, pretty much wherever the pain set in, that's where I'd be stuck, whether that was just sitting or laying on the floor, like wherever I was. Um, laying on the couch, on the bed, um, nauseous, squirming, moaning, shivering, like my body was going into shock from the intensity of the pain, and I was advised by my doctor to, like from the time I was a teen or like adolescent, to take six Advil at a time for the pain, when the normal dosage is one to two. And I did this for like 10 years until I was like, you know what, I have to come off this amount of pain medication and like really look deeper at what is happening beneath this pain. Around the time that I stopped taking the Advil and began connecting with my womb, I was also unearthing and processing a lot of trauma. So, my trauma healing journey and my cycle healing journey became like one in the same, like they were so intertwined. And I basically have used my menstrual cycle as a tool to help me on my healing journey and to help me like explore different layers of my process. So let's talk about the four phases of the menstrual cycle. So you just have like a little background of where we're going before we do a deep dive into each one. So first we have menstruation, which of course is the time that you're bleeding. Then we have pre-ovulation, which is the time from after you finish bleeding until you get closer to ovulation. Then we've got ovulation, which is the time when the egg is actually released from the ovary, and then after that we've got premenstruation, which is the time before bleeding. Each of these phases have their different healing gifts and they have their different vulnerabilities, and it's natural to feel different from phase to phase and I really view the menstrual cycle as like a built-in healing mechanism for us. And I'm just like so in awe that our body has, you know, given us this ability to heal in a cyclical way and to explore different parts of our healing, like based on where we're at in our cycle. So I want to go through each like phase of the cycle and help you understand how trauma can show up in each of the phases and what layers of your healing journey your body's asking you to explore in each phase. So I relate each phase of the menstrual cycle with a phase of life or an archetype. And I'll be sharing what this means as I go through each of the phases. I'm going to give you a significant amount of info for each of the phases. This doesn't mean though that it's every part should apply to you because everyone is different. Everyone's healing processes are different. So it's not necessarily like every piece should resonate. And it's okay if some pieces don't, if you're like, ah, wow, this brings me a lot of clarity, but like this piece, I'm just like not feeling it. And that's totally okay. So let's explore menstruation first. Period pain is such a big one that I see in people with trauma histories, including myself. On an emotional level, I see period pain as your body's way of expressing the emotional pain that's being stored within your womb. Menstruation is also this opportunity for us to shed and release cuz that's really what it is. It's like your body's giving you this opportunity to release something every month. So I really like to bring conscious awareness to this. And every time I bleed, I think like, okay, where am I at right now in my healing journey? What is coming up for me? And what can I use this bleed for to like help me shed and release right now? Menstruation is also related to the energy of the elder. Like if we're looking at archetypes. So this is a wise and like internal energy. So you can also think during menstruation like what? Like what is your inner elder saying to you? What is your internal wisdom sharing with you about your healing journey while you're bleeding? Like this is really a time to to get in touch with your own inner wisdom. And with all that about menstruation, let's move to pre-ovulation. Okay. So Pre-ovulation is normally the week that follows bleeding. But for some of us who ovulate later in our cycle or who have trouble ovulating, this phase can be extended for much longer than a week. And sometimes it does; it really can bring up a lot and not feel so pleasant if that is happening. Um, this phase is related to the energy of the inner child because it's a phase of like increasing energy and growth. It's the phase where like in your body, the landing of your uterus is literally growing and the egg is growing toward a point of maturation when it can actually be released for ovulation. So this is the energy of growth. The way that I see trauma manifest in this phase of like growth and the inner child can be anxiety, dissociation, irritation, frustration, self-rejection, especially if you've experienced childhood trauma like physical abuse sexual abuse emotional abuse or religious trauma like this is a time in our cycle when our inner child is extra vulnerable and might need like more space held for them like our inner little one is like please hold space for me during this time A lot of times in this phase, like personally, I'll notice that I feel the feelings that I felt when I was a child, like come to the forefront. This personally is the hardest phase of my cycle. And I see that in my clients as well, especially for clients who have had childhood trauma. This phase tends to be one of the hardest for them. And that doesn't hold true for everyone, but, um, I'm just sharing that because I see that as a pattern. So in this phase, I encourage you to think about like what your inner child needs from you during that time. And if you're feeling anxious or you're feeling irritated or you're feeling frustrated, can you spend some time outside like grounding in nature and just letting the earth, hold you and like letting the earth hold your little, your inner little one. Um, let's dive into ovulation now. So I'm going through phase by phase. So in order for your body to ovulate and remember I, in uh, the pre-menstruation part, I was sharing like, sometimes we ovulate late or maybe you're not even ovulating. So in order for our body to ovulate, it needs to feel safe to bring new life into the world. I'm not saying that like everyone's trying to conceive, but that's how your body sees ovulation, like as this opportunity to potentially create new life. So if there is something happening internally or externally in your world that's making it unsafe for you to be pregnant or to have a baby. Your body is going to prioritize survival over ovulation and you might see that you're either not ovulating or ovulation is delayed and an absence of ovulation or delayed ovulation can be caused by stress and is like one way that your body is telling you like, hey, there's something, you know, really stressful happening right now. This is one of the ways that your menstrual cycle can speak to you. So because ovulation is the time when you could potentially conceive and create new life, this is also the phase in our cycle that is associated with the mother energy or parent energy. It can bring up the feelings you have about your relationship with your parents. It can bring up the feelings that you have around being a parent, if you are one, or the feelings you have around becoming a parent, if you want that in your future. We might also see... Trauma manifesting here, like in ovulation, as infertility, like if there's something internal or external happening in your world that is having an effect on your sense of safety within your body. So, if you are listening to this and you're like, okay, Lindsay, you've said a lot about creating new life and becoming a parent. What if that's not in my near future? Or what if that's not in my future at all? If this is you, Ovulation holds the energy of fertility and creativity. And when that's not being channeled into creating new life, we get to channel it into the things that we are working on manifesting in our lives. Like our work, our dreams, our relationships, our businesses, whatever you are like pouring your energy into into your life. So with that, this like ovulation can bring up fears around manifestation. So, how do you feel about the things that you've been wanting like actually coming to life? Like when there's something that you've been wanting for so long and you're finally about to get it. Like what comes up for you? Are you like, "Yes, I'm fully ready to receive this thing," or are you do you have like doubts coming up? Like for example, I have been wanting to buy a house for a really long time, and I almost bought one but when I got it inspected it had mold in it so I didn't get it but that's like besides the point here so as this process was happening and I was like oh my gosh like I might get a house I might get a house like I've been wanting this forever and now I might actually get it all my fears that have ever held me back from anything in my life, we're like all coming right to the forefront, like all the money fears, like all the my issues around like self-trust, like can I trust myself that this is actually what I want, you know? And my fear of like, is this the right one or is another better home going to pop up right after I sign the contract? Like am I making the right decision? Like all of these things came flooding in, right? And I know I've been wanting this house forever, so what feelings and beliefs come up for you when you think about receiving your dreams or love or money or pleasure? And then where in your life did those feelings come from, right? Where are those thoughts rooted in, like from your past? Are they from you or are they like within you because of like, because of something that like family members said, or society has said, or friends have said, like, where do those beliefs come from? So if you have like fears around receiving, these are the kind of kinds of things that can come to the forefront during ovulation. Okay, lastly, let's talk about premenstruation. Premenstruation holds the energy of the inner wild woman or the inner wild one. When I say wild, I mean the part of us that feels our feelings like so freaking deeply, the raw feelings, the ones that everyone has told us to suppress, to hide, to not feel like our anger, our sexuality, our fierceness, our rage, our grief, our sadness, our guilt, Premenstruation Pre-menstruation is the time of your cycle that's going to bring all of these things that you've been suppressing to the surface to be witnessed and expressed. So I encourage you to look at pre-menstruation as a teacher who's like, it's okay to feel your feelings, like even the uncomfortable ones, even the ones that make you just want to hide. Like we don't, it, like pre-menstruation is the teacher that's like, By the way, like you don't always have to feel happy and joyful inside, right? Like there's room for darkness too. So what comes up for you? Like when you think about your anger, your rage, your wildness, do you feel like you can express these parts of yourself or do you feel like you're not allowed to, like you have to hide them away? And the thing is like when you have trauma that you feel deep and valid emotions about, And then these emotions are being suppressed or these stories are being suppressed and you might feel voiceless. The emotions that are under the surface are gonna try to bubble up. I wish you could see my arms right now, like bubble up, I'm reaching up into the air. (laughs) They're gonna try to bubble up into the surface because these emotions wanna be seen and held. But when we don't have the space to actually let ourselves feel deeply it can manifest as overwhelming emotions that we don't know where to channel we don't know how to channel maybe we exploded the wrong person at the wrong time um when we didn't want to like maybe we feel depressed or anxious when and or like we might think we're crazy and when this comes up during pre-menstruation this is your body and your womb trying to get your attention and asking you to like Feel your feelings. This can look like screaming into a pillow, punching your mattress, crying, shaking your body, curling up in a little ball and like hiding under a blanket. Like these are things that might feel silly at first, but are actually really healthy ways to express our emotions. If we can create a safe space for ourselves to explore these practices. And if you are feeling things that are really intense emotionally, During your premenstrual phase, I would encourage you, if you don't have a therapist already, to find a therapist who you can work with to have ongoing support with these feelings. And so... All right, at this point, we've gone through each of the phases of the menstrual cycle and how trauma can show up in each phase and what your body is asking you to explore and to look at within your healing process in each phase. And what I want to leave you with is your menstrual cycle is a built-in healing guide for you to explore The different layers and pieces of your healing journey and the thing is that like we're all unique and the ways that trauma is held in our bodies is different from person to person and it might show up in our menstrual cycle differently like someone might love their pre-menstrual phase and then have so many challenges come up in the pre-ovulation phase that's me, hello, for example, <laughs> other people might have the most trouble during menstruation or pre-menstruation or ovulation. Like what I'm saying here is we'll each have phases that we love and that we're like, wow, this feels like, oh, so good. Like I just love this phase. Um, I just can flow right with it. And then there are going to be phases that bring up challenges for us everyone's cycle is unique and everyone's trauma is unique and how it's held in our body is unique so moving away from the educational piece here if you feel called to dive deeper into healing trauma that you might be holding within your womb like if you've been listening to this and you're like oh my gosh like I experienced that. Yes, yes, like this resonates, that resonates. Maybe there is trauma that you're holding within your womb, whether that's in your lifetime or in your ancestry. And if you feel like you are holding trauma within your womb, I work in a one-on-one capacity with trauma survivors who want to begin or deepen their connection with their wombs either through a one month intensive so you can get a taste of what womb healing is like or through a four month deep dive. And working together one-on-one gives us the opportunity to explore various healing modalities that align with where you are in your menstrual cycle so that your cycle becomes a guide and a tool to facilitate your healing evolution. I view your womb as, as a vessel that like holds your emotions, your traumas and your stories from your life and from your ancestry. And with womb healing, we look at what's being held in your vessel, in your womb, and we then process and release like what is creating the pain and the emotional discomfort to then create more spaciousness for creativity, sensuality, love, maybe even creating a new life. So in our one-on-one work, here are the things that I can support you with. Healing from sexual trauma, abortion, and miscarriage in your life or in your ancestry. Learning to listen to what your womb is communicating with you and how your womb is communicating with you. Navigating debilitating period pain and overwhelming emotions throughout your cycle. And preparing your womb for conception physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And you might want to only explore one of these paths, or sometimes more than one overlaps, and that's totally okay and natural as well. At the core of my work, we look at your womb, we look at your menstrual cycle, we look at your lived experience and the stories you hold from your ancestors, and then we build your own adventure to make sure that the support you're getting is trauma-informed and tailored to your individual needs. The one-month intensive looks like three one-hour one-on-one sessions throughout a one-month period of time and ongoing messaging support throughout the month as well. The four-month intensive looks like two one-hour, one-on-one sessions a month, making that eight total with ongoing messaging support throughout the four months. Now, I want to talk a little bit about the messaging support so you know what that looks like. This is through an app called Voxer. It's kind of like a WhatsApp, basically, where you can reach out to me once a day or 20 times a day with all your questions and reflections. You can send me voice notes videos, pictures. I can send the same back to you and this is where I can answer all your questions. I can be there for you to support you as you're reflecting on aspects of your healing and I'll also be able to check in with you as well for accountability and support. Working with me one-on-one is really rooted in consent and collaboration. I trust you that you know your body better than I know your body and that you are the expert in your healing process and I'm here to be a collaborator with you on your journey. The one-month intensive is usually $1,197, but it's on sale right now for $897 or up to three monthly payments of $299. And then the four-month intensive is usually $3,500, but is on sale now for $3,000 or up to five monthly payments of $600 US dollars. These sale prices are December deals and they're going to last through December 16th. There's an application process for both just so I can make sure that like I'm able to help you with what you're wanting to explore. And I'm going to put the links below so that you can apply to either one. If you have any questions around which one would be the best fit for you, feel free to DM me on Instagram at Your Flow. Thank you so much for tuning into Womb Space. I'm so grateful to be able to share the magic of the womb with you. If this episode spoke to you, I invite you to share it on your Instagram stories and tag me at Flow. With your flow. Make sure to also subscribe to the show and I'd be so grateful if you left a review. As you continue on with your day, I encourage you to listen to your womb and body and to honor your energy.